Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout. This is episode number 80 for Wednesday, March 15th. My name is Marty Sleeve, and I'm joined by two people who are with me in mourning. Cancellation of Willow on Disney+. Plus. It's Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu. Uh, I was never going to watch it. <laughs> uh, pouring, one out, pouring one out for Willow Week. Listen, Nick, if you get all riled up that Shantaram's not coming back, you got to get riled up that Willow's not coming back. Shantaram was actually good, though. What the I hell is Shantaram? No At least I've like heard of Willow. Shantaram. No one likes Shantaram. Shantaram. It took a decade to make. Once you take a decade to make something, Charlie it's, it's good. bad. No one likes Charlie Hunnam. Hello, everyone. Welcome to America's number one Charlie Hunnam cast. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, we have a great show for you today. Nick got hands-on with Dead Island 2. Speaking of things that have been in development for 10 years, uh, Nick went hands-on with Dead Island 2, so is going to uh, uh, give us his impressions of that. Uh, we'll talk about some news, including one of my favorite games of last year, coming to Xbox and to PlayStation Plus with some with some nifties added to it. Uh, and also a little uh, little tidbit from, from Neil Druckmann on what to expect next from Naughty Dog. And when I mean a little tidbit, I mean, it's a very small tidbit. It okay. is a minuscule tidbit. So I streamed with Frost yesterday, and they're and they're like, "You were too loud." Then I lowered it. Now I'm too low. I don't understand this fucking sound stuff. I mean, I have to. Oh, I might be too low as well because I have no, no, to no. go very low I, when I stream with <laughs> when I stream with Yahtzee. And let me tell you, the angry boys online get very mad if you're louder than Yahtzee. You are not allowed to be louder than Yahtzee. <laughs> Sound, sound is really dumb because sound is dumb. Usually, I'm fine. Anytime I'm streaming and Jesse is the pilot, I am crazily loud and I have to do all sorts of nonsense to get myself lower. Otherwise, I'm super blown out. Listen, in a perfect world, you'd be able to just right click on any of our faces and just raise and lower us as you want. You don't want to hear yeah. me at all? Just lower me to zero. That's just going to sound like they're talking to a ghost. <laughs> web web 3.0 on the way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I found one person I don't want to unfollow. Uh, except I've, I've been acquaintances with them for a long time, and they're now a high-ranking person in, in, a, in a Web three thing, and that's high-ranking. Yeah, do they have like uh, a bunch of NFTs to their name or something. <laughs> like, how do you how do you gain ranks in the Web? No, they were like a really they were like a really high-ranking person at YouTube before, and now they're doing Web three. So, but it's fine. It's fine. You know what? Uh, Square revealed their first NFT game. Let me tell you, doesn't look good. <laughs> Where, where is doesn't that, please? Look, doesn't look good. <laughs> I, Square Enix. I've been waiting to see what the hell that was. It feels like Square Enix is floundering around for money at this point. <laughs> uh, there will be uh, 10,000 characters in it, and they also release the names of the people working on it, and all of the names are clearly fake names. Like It's like <laughs> almost like online yeah. handles, because I think people didn't want to be a part of it. So. Wow. Um, yeah, it's called uh, uh, Symbiogenesis. And the worst thing about it is when it was first, like when the name uh, is, is the name, is that what you're going to say? Well, the name is bad. <laughs> but when people first heard that they were making a game called Symbiogenesis, everyone was like, oh, this is Parasite Eve. Because Parasite Eve is all about that fucking Symbiogenesis. It loves that Symbiogenesis. But it's is not. Symbiogenesis a real word? I mean, it's just combining Symbio and Genesis. And so like the beginning of a symbiotic relationship is what I yeah. assume? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's going to be followed by Symbio Super Nintendo and then uh, Symbio Atari Jaguar. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah this is this doesn't look like anything I just watched the trailer yeah it looks like butts it looks like butts they said there's going to be you can own one of 10,000 different characters that all have the exact same face but different hair I've always wanted to do that I should have put this story in our doc because let me say I didn't know anything that was happening god that's such a stupid idea and like they're just barreling full force ahead with it huh 
I hope this is like the last dying gasp of the former CEO and that the new CEO is going to clean house. I, th- but I thought, I thought the report was out that like the new CEO is all into this stuff, too. I think he might have to say that at this point. Yeah, for, like, the, I, for I, the investors. I, I, yeah, the only like, people that care about these things are investors. Because back at our previous parent company, that's the only people that wanted us to get involved with in that shit, too, was investors. They're like, easy money to be made. Go, go, go. And then it's like, no, it's all stupid. Very stupid. Sad. Web 3 War coming soon. Uh, <laughs> Web 3 War, who didn't pay us because I was slightly mean to it. I bitches. Mean, more than slightly mean. You can't call them bitches. Web 3 that's War, bitches. Partner. Fire me. They don't, oh, you don't then I have up. to do more work. <laughs> <laughs> this is all self-preservation here. Um, some quick newsies before we get into the meat and potatoes. Uh, as we expected uh, for uh, the last couple weeks, uh, it was finally revealed that Ghostwire Tokyo, the uh, Tango Gameworks uh, Bethesda game that released exclusively on uh, PlayStation and PC last year, uh, after its first year, is finally coming uh, to Xbox on uh, April 12th, including Game Pass. And the cool thing is it's coming alongside this big uh, update called uh, Spider's Thread, which is also going to be a free update on the PC and the PS5 version, if you have those, um, which is just going to add a bunch of stuff, including like uh, uh, combat arenas and some story stuff and new enemies and new weapons and, and stuff. Um, but it's cool because it's coming to Game Pass, obviously, on Xbox, because it's a first person um, or a first party. Uh, it's also first person. If you're a first person, you're coming to Game Pass uh, because it's a first party game with Bethesda. Uh, but also it's uh, one of uh, PlayStation's uh, April's PS Plus games. So now if you have either of those services, you'll be able to play uh, a game that I think is one of the most slept on games of last year. Eh. And well, I am I mean, alone in that statement. No, no, I mean, yeah. people didn't play it or didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't play it. Uh, I am looking forward to trying it on Game Pass, though. Mm hmm. Um, cause it looked really cool from, from jump. Um, and it, it reminds me of, uh, uh, what damn, what's her name? Ik- Ikamura, the, the lady. Oh yeah. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great yeah. reveal. It was, uh, though she left that project and really hasn't been heard much since like she has a studio, but she has not been. Yeah. And it's like an incubator studio. They're trying to help other studios as well, which I think is very nice. They'll yeah. be at, they'll be at GDC. Are you going to meet them? Probably not. They're, I think they're just doing talks. We're not going. We don't have time for talks. We just have time what? for checking out games and and drinking. Just talk about how you're gonna have a bunch of coffee and beer. <laughs> Sounds like you got time for talks. You got time for squawks. You got time for talks. <laughs> think about that. Put no, that, I will. Put that in your little. Put that in your brain archives. Um, Nick, you played a little bit of uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, right? You were, I, you I were finished not it. Not as impressed as I was. Yeah, I finished it. Um, yeah, oh. it was okay. I like it wasn't. I didn't find it anything really that special, but. Solid six out of ten. You know what? We need more of those games. No, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's most games. Them. That's most games, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's better than the other games you would say are six out of ten. Eh, I don't know. I I never found the combat very fun. It's it's uh, I, if it like I kind of said when I was playing it, it needs a dash button, and I didn't see that in this update, so I'm still not excited about it. You know who dashes a lot? Spiders. Maybe it's gonna be the spiders thread update. Doubt it. I'm Maybe. sure there's some spiders who dash. Isn't one of the there's bosses in uh, one of the bosses in uh, uh, Sekiro? Wasn't she like Lady Lady Spiderfly, Lady Butterfly? Lady Butterfly. Yeah, she's a butterfly. She's she flies a around. Spider. She's Who's a dash. Who's <clears throat> a spider person though, right? In Sekiro, I, I don't, don't remember. I don't think, think so. so. 
right. Well, there are a lot of spider enemies in FromSoft games, but Sekiro might be the odd one out. Maybe that's coming. Maybe that's a clue for what to expect from Sekiro too. You know what spider? Are there any spiders is, in Wellong? No, it's a spider uh, from yes. the Hobbit game. It's a hair spider. That's a spider that Smaug. Smaug. Oh, the spider from the game that you were playing. Yeah, the weird Hobbit game. I don't, <laughs> where I don't the character, know those where the character models look like gremlins. <laughs> get those, get those spiders, and get those gremlins out of here. I call Nick. A, no, I didn't call Nick. You a did call me. Thought I called him a gremlin. No, you but called, I called me a gremlin. gremlin. I didn't call you. Called call both gremlins. I'll call you a gremlin right to your face. Uh, speaking of PlayStation Plus, uh, it was also revealed the uh, lineup for next month's uh, PlayStation Plus. I'm going to throw the link in here because, man, Sony's kind of really, really getting this thing on the tracks. Uh, some some great, big, recent new games coming out. The Uncharted uh, Legacy of Thieves collection. Uh, Chia is coming day and date to PlayStation Plus, which is very cool. One of the most anticipated uh, indies of this month. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, Ghostwire Tokyo, Life is Strange 2, True Colors, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, DBZ Kakarot, and then uh, like The World Ends With You, the new, the new one, uh, Haven, and then some some old Siphon Filter and Ridge Racer PSP games. Hmm. So that's just a solid, a solid little lineup. Um, so just to confirm, the extra tier for PlayStation Plus is the, the middle one, right? Like that's not the base tier. Correct. It's the middle one, and uh, the the top tier is the one that gets you the old games. Right. Okay. Like the old, as in like the PlayStation Plus or PlayStation uh, Portable and and PS One games. So okay. So anyone then... with the regular middle tier will get the naming is very bad. Because <laughs> um, I, I I can never remember if I have the extra or just the base. I think I might just have the base because I, I I really turn them on P, PS Four. Uh, yeah. so I don't know why. I get excited and I download the free stuff and then I never play it. I'm like, oh, Code Vein's here. And I'm like, I'm not going to play Code Vein. What am I doing? <laughs> like, Code Vein and Scarlet Nexus are two games where I'm like, I'm going to play you someday. And then, like, the actual angel on my shoulder is like, no, you're not. <laughs> I mean, they both seem up your alley in all honesty. They do. Yeah. But do they have story modes? They're both the story. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Oh, oh I, you mean story well, difficulty. Yes. Uh, Code Vein does not. Though, game it does have. Uh, really sexy uh anime buddies that follow you and it can do a lot of work for you <laughs> why doesn't every game have that <laughs> give me more sexy anime that game is, is weirdly horny um great that's a descriptor we need for more games including whatever the next game uh naughty dog is working on uh in a uh, in an interview with uh kind of funny post uh the season finale of the last of us neil Druckmann was asked about what comes next and said that Naughty Dog has chosen their next project and that the way things work is that like after The Last of Us 2, they didn't just immediately jump into the next thing. They like took a while to like really spitball ideas and like conceptualize a couple projects and get a couple things rolling. And then at a certain point they reconvene and we're like, all right, we are all decided that we are going to be playing blank or we're going to be working on blank now. And so mm. they, they're firing all cylinders towards blank. But it would not say if that is The Last of Us Part 3 or something else entirely. Um, however, it did say that we'll hear more from The Last of Us 2 factions, whatever the multiplayer thing is, um, later this year. So my question to you guys, uh, what do you want from Naughty Dog next? Do you want them to revisit The Last of Us? Do you want them to revisit Uncharted? Do you want them to just uh, explore a new genre? Or I guess a new theme, because the genre is probably um, a given. I... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the next logical step for The Last of Us is to go even bigger with ex exploration and all that because they were really talking about how, you know, they're inspired by Elden Ring and the I mean, less direction. Yeah. So I, I, that's what I really want to see from them is like a less 
a less railroaded game more open but also keep their cinematic flair for their stuff um because i feel like they i feel like if they really went all out on it they could push the industry forward in what it means to be a scripted triple a experience but also gameplay driven like i i kind of got i don't like that idea i'm gonna be honest (laughs) i think i think (laughs) i like how you were trying to be like can i say this in a nicer way you're like no it's shit (laughs) no i I genuinely think those two ideas kind of clash like you can't get the cinematic uh you know well thought out depth of story in a thing that lets you kind of do whatever you want like that's what makes it so tailored and that's what makes the story work so well because it's a thing that they wrote and it's a thing that you experienced the way they wanted you to like if they do go into like a big open world that becomes an entirely different i don't want open world i just want more gameplay driven systems from naughty dog than just that's never what the last of us was like it was never gameplay driven (laughs) hey the rope physics There's a couple sections with those rope physics. That I mean, is gameplay driven. Let me you tell you. You don't forget they, their original games were Jack and Daxter, and those were very plat- I mean platform gameplay yeah. driven games. So that's fair. I mean, and yeah, once they went Uncharted, they went full cinematic action adventure. The Last of Us, you know, Part One was very much an Uncharted, but The Last of Us Part Two opened up things quite a bit. I mean, I think I think Nick's right. Um, which is something that I, I could taste the bile in my throat saying. <laughs> but um, I think the writing's been on the wall that they're heading in this direction since mm-hmm. Uncharted 4. Kind of the Madagascar area was was pretty open. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lost Legacy had its own open areas. And then like some of the Seattle sections of uh, The Last of Us Part II. Um, them sort of testing the waters with what does our storytelling look like when it's not railroaded down a, a linear corridor. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I agree... 100% with Casey um, in that those things don't, those two flavors don't seem to mix on a grand scale. It would be really exciting to think of an open world game where around every corner you stumble upon a bit of story or a bit of storytelling or characters that are of the quality that we've come to expect from uh, from Naughty Dog games. Yeah, now, yeah. I don't know if that's literally possible because. I don't know if their kind of storytelling can jive with like emerging gameplay and and sort of uh um you know like procedurally generated terrain and and scenarios and all that but it'd be exciting to see if it could more more no, I, more what I'm envisioning is like you know the they're, they they handcraft things so well even in the open world section of the last of us part 2 where you're in Seattle when you go into the buildings it's kind of linear and it's not, you know what I mean? Like when we're playing like Hogwarts Legacy and every time you go into a dungeon, it's the same thing. There's no story in there. It's the same layout, maybe a couple different puzzles. But Naughty Dog knows how to make a very cinematic, short, linear section like that. And I think like, you know, they're heading towards an Uncharted where, I mean, uh, 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 Last of Us where it's it's not completely open world, but that journey is seamless compared to going from chapter to chapter to chapter. Uh, do you think this is going to be, do you think this would exist in the framework of Uncharted, The Last of Us, or a new IP? I, I don't, I don't see them dropping The Last of Us IP. I feel like Neil Druckmann's going to have one last thing to say with The Last of Us. I don't know if part three is going to be their next project, but I would imagine, I would imagine they're working on a new IP in tandem with whatever they're going to wrap up The Last of Us with. Yeah. 
yeah, and I should say they're big enough to where they have multiple projects at once. Like mm-hmm. while Uncharted Lost Legacy was being worked on, uh, Last of Us Part Two was in full production, and while The Last of Us was was there, the Factions was in production. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Casey? I kind of. <clears throat> I like the idea of uh, Neil being like, I oh, know we're done with that story, but I, I kind of agree. I feel like he'll he'll be coerced into thinking like, hey, whenever you have a great idea for this, we'd love to hear it. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like he will at some point be like, all right, well, this is what I have for a Last of Us three because HBO will eventually want more seasons if it continues to be as popular as it is. Um, but um, I, I can see what you're saying in terms of. Uh, if they put in the sort of depth of storytelling in all these little nooks and crannies in a bigger world, uh, that that could work. But I feel like that's when we get into the territory where it's like, okay, games already take eight years to make. If if Naughty Dog is basically going to um, break the door open in terms of like making a hub world or open world thing that does sell you on its uh, story along with its emergent gameplay, then like that's, like the only other studio that's able to do that is Rockstar. <laughs> and like, we, you see how long it takes them to get games out. So like, you are asking for a lot, like, can they do it? Maybe like they, they, they're of that quality, but like, that's another diamond in the rough that like, we're not going to see another of uh, very often, I feel like. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like Naughty Dog is that studio along with Rockstar that like are industry pushers and they, mm-hmm. they revolutionize cinematic adventure games. And I think they're going to do the same for whatever genre they tackle or whatever type of game they tackle next. Cause I feel like yeah. they, they've continued to expand on their gameplay systems throughout, but not, not in like a big revolutionary way between, you know, uncharted two and the last of us part two, I think it's time for them to kind of like step outside their comfort zone a bit. I get the feeling this next game I'm getting, I'm assuming Neil Druckmann is not going to be the creative director of this next game because he has clearly been spending a lot of time on the last of us HBO show and season two is going to be ramping up. Uh, so I, I'd, I'd be willing to wager that this next game is not the last of us. However, mm-hmm. uh, assuming this next game maybe comes out in two years, um, then I think there will be a last of us three. It was seven years after the first last of us that we got the last of us two. Uh, so if you would, you know, just spitballing, put it in 2027, 2028, uh, given HBO scheduling, that would be around the time we would be a couple seasons from now. And so they've already pretty much said that uh, The Last of Us Part Two will be at least two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, let me tell you, when that guy gets on stage at the Emmys and is getting all those awards and those awards are really going to like be like, oh, this isn't a game award or a BAFTA like this is an Emmy. This is like I'm being like the the creator of Breaking Bad is clapping for me and uh, <laughs> the creator of Succession is clapping for me. Um, I, I think when when HBO backs that brings truck of money up to him, I think they'll find a way to make it last of us part three. So we can. Yeah. Go more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but that that's actually an interesting question. Like, do you think that story would have to have a game before they went to make more TV? Because it is the same creator it's not a situation where like george R. R. martin has to give you the the structure and then the tv people go and do their thing like he's over there with them could he just write that as a tv series and be like all right well we'll just tell this we'll keep going in this world but on tv and then like my game studio can go make games because <laughs> i'm over here making tv I yeah think, I, think, I mean that's i think that's... they would get very significant backlash if they do it that way <laughs> yeah i don't know if it matters but that's that's what i think but 
I, yeah. I just think that'd be interesting. I, I kind of want to see that now because I, I do think I do think they will get backlash. Yeah, but like, but why does it need to be hamstrung by the fact that it was a video game? Like, if it works better or equally as well in another medium, like maybe yeah. that can be its new home. I don't know. Well, yeah, and there could there be a season of The Last of Us that doesn't tell a story from the games? But then would you like? Will they? Mm. So there's a without spoiling. There's like a a sizable time jump between The Last of Us Part One and Part Two. Um, could they use TV to fill that time jump? I mean, there's some flashbacks in the game, like when they go to the museum and everything. Um, but, you know, could season two of The Last of Us color even more outside the lines than season one did of, of the stuff that we're familiar with? Yeah, because they clearly tested those waters and, and yeah, with apparently to great effect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, even the, the yeah. Kansas City QZ introduced a lot of new yeah, elements. I don't, I don't, like yeah, I don't think uh, as much as you know naughty dogs like we only need to tell as much as the last of us as we want to tell like i feel like sony has other plans for that because that's gonna that's a mega franchise for them now <laughs> so yeah and whereas like uncharted i can see in the hands of someone else because we've already seen it with golden abyss and uh it sounds like sony ben's working on the next one so yeah i don't i can't see the last of us in the hands of someone else mm-hmm. another studio um they've been treating that very carefully mm um because like you said it's right up there with now god of war i guess is their golden geese although like they got a lot of golden goose at that point is that just all your geese like tsushima as a new ip sold gangbusters spider-man sold more than all those games and every, you have to every, share some that every single one of their major ips is getting a media adaption yeah get a movie or a tv show or i heard they making a spider-man movie twisted metal spider-man ghost of tsushima's getting a movie god of war a tv Cooper. series I can't, that, I can't believe we're not getting that French into, night rat believe, out I, here. I guess we don't need an infamous series when we have the boys, but <laughs> like, give me an infamous series. Just let me play. I don't, in, want, I don't Just want let me play infamous on, on my, my. I just want infamous two remastered, please. <laughs> I, I don't want to see the most boring video game protagonist ever realized on television. Like who, who would play that man? <laughs> just a, a blank Cole, face. Cole an AI. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's somehow the first technology that there. If you're watching with a, a camera with a device, it's just your face on him. <laughs> oh man, I'm Cole. Cole McGrath was that his name? No. Yeah, Cole McGrath. Cole, was it? Yeah, it was yeah Cole he's, McGrath. He's, he's he's part one and part two of Infamous. Oh, then, I thought I, for a second I thought he was like a motorbike dude. No, that's a, no. That's, he's a that's, bike that's, messenger. That's his job. The second son, or uh, or uh, yeah, second son is the weird. No, that's the Troy Baker guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that guy has no was personality. Like, no, I was thinking of like a no, moto. He has guy. way more personality. I don't remember. Yeah, like he's a, got a beanie. I don't remember anything about that guy. I remember Cole McGrath though. He's got a beanie. Here come the. That's uh, all I remember about the. the <laughs> yeah, I liked Fli- Fletch. Fletch. Flash. Who? Or Bailey's character. The, the, the girl. Yeah, speed. the girl. Uh, first, yeah, first light. I don't remember her character. Her she's running around. Either. Flitch or Flash or Flunch? Flitch, probably Flitch. <laughs> probably, wasn't, probably, probably wasn't Flunch. <laughs> I feel like someone in some room somewhere would be like, we got to not, not name this character Flunch. Um, but yeah, so that's what Naughty Dog's working on. We'll hear more from them uh, later on in the year when I would imagine maybe around E3 time they'll show off some some Last of Us multiplayer stuff. And then I could see that being a fall game, you know, right up there with Spider-Man. Kind of too big. too big. It'll be interesting to see what the Last of Us multiplayer is like, yeah, are you guys feeling like just ex- excitement for that? I have no idea. I have no idea what it is at this point because it's definitely, like, no, yeah. it's definitely not even... just PvP multiplayer anymore. I and imagine. what are they going to sell? Is this going to be a $60, $70 game or they, is this going to be free they, to play? They're, they're billing be... it as their next big game now. 
that's how they've been that's how they've been marketing it on social media as their next big project i mean i i, I am curious it's but, i mean uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a service project and i imagine there, there there's gonna be some sort of story to go along with it because i don't i don't think the last of us multiplayer is gonna be enough to sell people there's gotta be some hook on this thing the the Last of Us Two had no multiplayer at all, right? No, this is this was supposed to be included with it, and then they turned it into an, its own project now. Mm, and I think right. for the amount of time they spent on it, I'm expecting something bigger than just you know a factions thing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we move on to Dead Island, Liquid Chief, Liquid. Um, oh, but there's also Chief in there. You like that person? Also. <laughs> Yatsen and I were talking about the Master Chief Collection. It could, should have been called the Remastered Chief Collection. Remastered Cheeks Collection, yes. Yeah. Did you say Cheeks? No. Oh. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, am I broken? Am I the broken one? Uh, thank you yes. so much for the $10 donation. Hey, guys, uh, hope you're doing great and keep up the fantastic work. Also, happy 80th birthday to Canada's own David Cronenberg. Any thoughts on his filmography? Have you guys ever seen a David Cronenberg movie? Name some no. of his movies. Uh, the uh, Fly. Fly. Yes. History of Violence. No. Eastern Promises. No. Crash, but not the one about racism. <laughs> is that the, uh, the, video, is, is video that the one with like the, the green cover with like the girl on it? Green. Crash. I don't know what it's covers. Like a, it's like a heavy drama I, movie, right? Uh, no, it's about people who crash their cars on purpose and have sex in the wreckage because that's the only way they can feel anything. No. Yeah, I've never seen the David Cronenberg movie, and it's for, for shit <laughs> like seen, that. I've seen uh, The Fly. I've seen The Fly, I, and I still find that movie extremely disturbing when he turns into The Fly. I've only watched I mean, it that, once. He's 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 uh, one of the heralds of gross body horror, uh, and I would say uh, uh, Dead Space owes quite a bit of gratitude to both him and John Carpenter from uh, of The Thing uh, mm-hmm. in terms of sort of that that gore system. Uh, but yeah, David Cronenberg, he's 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 incredible. History of Violence, amazing. Arguably the best comic book adaptation ever. Hmm. Even though it's one of those like fake comic books. Like it is a comic, but like, you know, it's like Ghost World. Like that's a comic. Scott Pilgrim. I don't I mean, want. I don't mean fake. Com- I don't, yeah, I don't know what's fake about. <laughs> I don't mean fake. I guess I mean when you say comic adaptation, people immediately assume superheroes. Marty. Oh, Marty so you mean Marvel graphic Frank. novel? That's what you mean. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess so. But like. Even like Marvel things are in graphic models now. I don't. I feel like that's the differentiator. Like if you're if you're not talking about one of the big franchise uh, comic book hero characters, then they refer to it as a graphic novel. Because even Watchmen got that because it's it's kind of a parody or a, a satire of yeah. comic book heroes. So they didn't call it a comic book. They called it a graphic novel. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's true. And I feel like I was being overly pedantic to myself. <laughs> I became what I hated most, which is not good. Nick, I think you would love a history of violence. Yeah, it's I, got it's... unexpected violence, and oh, you love okay. it. Yeah, and it's got Vigil Morgenstein. You love him. Lord of the Rings. I feel like I, I feel like I feel like I see. I have seen that movie. It might have just been a long time ago. Yeah, uh, it's great. Great, great. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, check out some episode. Uh, we talked about uh, David Cronenberg on the recap uh, a little while ago. Uh, it was one of Darren's favorite movies of last year. Was Crimes of the Future at eighty, still making gross out movies. Good for you. I want to be. Isn't his be, son also making movies? He's also he made Infinity Pool with Mia Goth and uh, and the Northman, whatever that Sarsgaard's name is. Uh, I forget. Hunky, hunky Sarsgaard. 
He's like the Machamp of Scars. He was, he was Eric in uh, True Blood. That's where I knew him. He was. Him. Yeah, yeah. The, the Northman. And then because uh, he's got Creepy Brother, who's it. And he's got Cool Dad. Yes, that's Bill, he's got right? Cool Dad, who was in Andor, who gave like the best monologue of the last decade in Andor. Oh, those Scars guards. It's just... uh, so talented. What if you, I, there's got to be like one untalented Scars guard? They don't talk gonna, about that one. They don't talk about that one? <laughs> oh, poor guy. But what if he's buffer and weirder and a better actor than all of them? <laughs> he's just a big buff, weird that's, dude. That's, who's that's why the others had to keep him contained because then he would take all the, <laughs> like Alec Baldwin in the Baldwin family. Like yeah, he would he, just take all uh, the fame for himself. He's just locked up in that like seed chamber that they store all the seeds for the apocalypse. There you go. The <laughs> seed chamber. Also, to, to make sure I nip it in the bud, uh, what hit wonder, uh, it is not pronounced Vigio. I call him Vigil Morgenstein because there was an episode of It's Always Sunny where they, for <laughs> Halloween, one of them dressed up as Aragorn and uh, kept calling him Vigil Morgenstein. <laughs> so that is, whenever I see that guy's name, I only in my head can think of Vigil Morgenstein. His name is Vigo Morton. Speaking of It's Always Sunny, if I ever feel bad about something, I just need to laugh. I just look up that car crash scene with Mac. He just drives into the wall and then Charlie's like sitting there like, Oh God! <laughs> but also, if you want to laugh, you watch that scene in Hereditary. So you got a weird, you got some weird laughter going on there. <laughs> I guess car crashes just make me funny. Yeah, exactly. Any car-related violence uh, makes you laugh. Uh, speaking of car-related violence, I don't know if there's this in Dead Island Two, but I'm just gonna go with it. Uh, Nick, you got a chance to play some of Dead Island Two, which uh, has been on a long and winding road uh, to get here. So uh, you you wrote about it for the site. I'll drop the link in here, but uh, let, let people know what you thought. Yeah, so I got to play about five hours of Dead Island 2, and like like the title says on my article, it feels like a long-lost Xbox 360 game that has a modern coat of paint on it and is, you know, uh, more Dead Island. If you liked Dead Island, then you will like Dead Island 2. So it's a... Uh, it's a it's an interesting game because you know like Techland created the original Dead Island, and then they went and made Dying Light, and then Dying Light Two, and now Dead Island Two has gone through like four different developers, been in development for eleven years. That was very weird noise, uh, and it's now at Dambuster Studios, which the last game they made they they also finished up for another studio was Homefront yeah. Revolution. This like Dambuster's Dambuster has a weird history of like just taking games that are like in development hell and then being asked to finish them uh you know they're just bu- they're just used to busting dams yeah I'm, i get that water flowing i'm hoping i'm hoping they get to make their own game next but uh what yeah. if they start doing that like they go to any studio and they're like half-life 3 kicking in the door <laughs> we're finishing it yep. now yep that's I'm sure. beyond good and evil too we're getting it to the finish line <laughs> you know i'm sure there's probably there's probably a need for a studio that can just pick up projects we're like all right we'll finish it um but yeah it it for as long as it's been in development, it didn't impress me all that much. Um, so the basic structure of the game is like it's not open world. Uh, you go through small zones. It's very kind of story driven. Uh, and I'll be honest, like I did not give a shit about the story in the five hours that I played it. It's just I was just there to kill zombies. Uh, and like you're, you know, saving a group of survivors and they're, you know, you're in L.A. So there's a bunch of Hollywood actors and all that. Like one of the main characters that you're uh uh helping out is like her name's like emma jaunt and i don't i don't know if she's a real actor in real life or not i can't remember so, emma john emma well, jaunt she sounds emma, like a, emma jaunt emma jaunt she sounds like she's an actress in in certain things maybe i don't know 
so yeah, I mean, you know, you oh, basically basically go from zone to zone. There's little side missions, uh, and you're killing zombies. It's a very simple game. It's not complex. It's not like Dying Light 2, where it's this big open world with hundreds of different things to collect and side missions to do and all that. Um, you're really just going through mission to mission, beating the shit out of zombies, upgrading your weapons and all that. Uh, my biggest disappointment with the game, though, is like, I don't know, I guess I was hoping with it being in development this long that like this was going to feel like really like a next gen game. And, uh, you know, in the trailers and all that, they've kind of made it seem like there was a lot of customization and, and like the world was really going to be really fun to explore and everything. And I just didn't really get a lot of that. I was really and the biggest like red flag for me, not red flag, I guess disappointment was like just how much like a 360 game it feels like I, in my in my head I was like man like I'm hoping Dead Island 2 like does what Di- Dying Light didn't do and give you like a really interactable world with all kinds of like weapons you can pick up and like get really weird and creative with it because that's like Dead Island's whole vibe is kind of just weird and weird um, and so like when you're going through the world the only weapons you can pick up are like highlighted on the ground and you know it's your usual golf clubs and baseball bats and you can upgrade mm-hmm. them with spikes and it's like okay we've seen all that before <clears throat> we've always we've seen electrified machetes before we've seen you know golf clubs that can explode heads and all this other stuff um so like you're going through this like mansion and this is like where the game like really was like oh man this is like this feels really old now because going through the mansion and like i was trying to hit a vase and that wouldn't break then I go down into the basement and like there's a bowling ball on the floor, like like this whole elaborate like bowling alley in this mansion. And I'm like, man, hopefully I can just go pick up that bowling ball and start throwing it at zombies and start messing with the physics. Can't pick that up. Uh, you know, it, it it's all very, very like just not not as experimental as I wanted. Which is funny because like some people were like in the pre- other previews that were written were like, I got to interact with so much of the world and all this stuff, and I'm like I don't know if I consider taking a water can and dumping it onto the ground and watching electricity go around as like really new or innovative. And the same thing with mm-hmm. like pouring gasoline on zombies and like lighting them on fire. You know, <laughs> I just I was really just hoping like to really just make it a fun zombie sandbox where I can just do whatever I want. And it's very much Dead Island 2.0. It's funny because hearing you say what you wish this game did sounds a lot like Dead Rising. To it me. is, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what I was really, ho- yeah, I was hoping for that, like a modern, a modern take on Dead Rising, and just from all the images and and kind of hyping up of Dead Island too. That's kind of what I thought we were getting, um, but this is very much like. So, so you're saying it's not it's not really improved over anything in the first Dead Island, like at all. It's just kind of more of that. Uh, I don't, I mean, it, it plays better. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's not like there's nothing really innovative about it, which is fine. Like that's mm. kind of what I said in my preview was like, you know, it's kind of been nice lately getting smaller, you know, more focused games that are, don't have all this extra bullshit you got to deal with like hi-fi rush and all that. Um, so that's kind of in the vein of that. So I think a lot of people are actually going to like this game a lot because it's only 20 hours. Uh, I guess the five hours I did through my preview was like a third of the game, which I feel like nothing happened in those five hours, so take that as you will. Um, but I mean, it's, it was it was fun enough. Like I want to finish it when it comes out, you know. And in twenty hours is probably about all the time I want to spend in that game because Dying Light Two dragged on for fucking ever. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think uh, this existing in 
I mean, it's not right up against Dying Light 2 because Dying Light 2 was a year ago. Uh, but do you think like that shadow is still kind of looming here? Would you be higher on this game if you hadn't played Dying Light 2 last year and was like, oh, man, it's been a while since a first person zombie game like this? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, like, like I said, I, I think the, the main thing is like, you know, we're, we're in this next generation of consoles and, you know, to have like areas where I can't even jump over a fern to get out of the area because mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a, a closed off level of invisible walls and all that just feels so outdated mm-hmm. compared to where we are today especially for a game like dying, dying or dead island you know yeah um so i mean like even like <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know it's just like if you like the combat of, of dead island the first game like that's kind of really all this is and i i, I still think it's gonna sell well just because it's kind of a, a zombie game that we haven't had in a while but whether and I know like some a lot of people weren't super high on Dying Light 2 compared to the original game. So, but I will say like Dying Light's combat even feels better than the combat in Di- Dead Island 2. Like Dead Island Dead Dying Light's combat, and I keep getting all mixed up now. Dying Light's yeah. combat feels they, those, honestly those two, they have a history, right? Yeah. 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 Dying Dying Light's combat feels more organic and fun than Dead Island 2 where Dead Island 2 is the gore system's really cool for the first little bit but then you've kind of seen it all after like you kill your first 10 zombies <laughs> yeah so, yeah it's just man nothing they've shown from this game has like sparked anything in me um that that feels like anything is new which like again you don't have to constantly be revolutionizing and, and bringing something brand new to the table but like for a game maybe is, I'm for just, game and development this long i've figured like and all this money you've put into like making this thing like i, I would have figured it would be go big or go home with it at this point yeah but maybe at a certain point it's just you just gotta yeah, get your money gotta back. get this out the door yeah like yeah that, that's it. probably what it feels like because well, it, it basically changed hands right like they weren't with it from the very beginning well, no like, no, Dan, no. Dan Buster, digital at some point yeah but Dan, Dan Buster said in, in interviews like they built it all from scratch basically like all they kept was the setting and stuff so so this is ostensibly a new game yeah oh okay yeah so so then you can't even say that it was in development for 11 years it was no. in development for however long they, they decided to start from scratch yeah <laughs> I mean it's probably a couple years really is yeah know, I didn't so yeah, I mean, you know, like when they they're hyping up the gore system because I think that that's really the only big differentiating differentiating factor they have, and like it's it's fun for a little bit, but I mean, like it's like in Dying Light, you could you know you could break the zombies' legs and they would shamble towards you, and you could chop off their arms and limbs and stuff like that. So yeah, there's more detail. It's gross. Like you know, you can literally hit a zombie with a baseball bat and see it, or hit a zombie with a baseball bat and see it's like splintered bone. You know, and then like when you punch them, their skin falls off, and you can see like their their insides jumbling about and stuff. So, but I mean, it doesn't it doesn't really add a whole lot to the game. It's just it's just cool to look at for a little bit. Yeah, you mentioned uh, that, I guess you mentioned uh, Dead Rising earlier. Do you guys think that's something um, Capcom, especially now that they're sort of they're 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 You're trying to gaining get... steam and and they got Monster Hunter going they got Resi going they're trying to get Mega Man Battle Network going like do you think this is something they'd revisit? Isn't hasn't the ship sailed on zombies like? Yeah, like I feel like like The Walking Dead was like a a thing and like that has come and gone. The Last of Us 
was kind of of that era. Like he's getting his TV adaptation, but and that's kind of the like that's his connection to that. Like I don't think it really counts. Count. Yeah, like it really doesn't even count if you yeah. really think about it. I don't know. I feel. So, I don't know. I feel, I feel like, like it'd be weird for them. I to feel like go a back. true. I feel like a true Dead Island reboot would do Dead Island or Dying Light or, or Dead, <laughs> shit. Dead Island Dead Rising Dead Rising uh, Dead Rising. I feel like a true Dead Rising reboot with like next gen physics because the re-engine does have like really good physics engine in it mm-hmm. um set in like a mall like the original was i feel like that would do pretty well because like that the sandbox of dead rising is what makes it unique not the zombies do kids know what a mall is though <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you gotta set it in an amazon warehouse <laughs> they're gonna have to change the name to rising dead so we don't forget it there you go jesus yeah it's uh, <laughs> that's too much um but yeah, so you think you're gonna like you think you're gonna put time into the rest of this game when it comes out next month? Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I'll still finish it. It's only twenty hours, and like I didn't hate it. Like it's it's got its fun moments, like uh, <laughs> you know, like the wedding scene. Like there's this you you like go into like a crashed wedding at a hotel, and like the final part of that is a boss fight against the like this bride that's been turned into a super zombie mutant thing. And it's got yeah. like a really fun piece of music to go along with it that just feels so weird and out there. And I kind of loved it. So like there's there's if it's 15 hours of that and like these weird set piece moments. Sure. I'm fine. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's it's one of those games where I'm like 20 hours. All right. I'll have fun with that. I feel and I feel like that's how most people are going to end up being about it. I just feel like it's yeah. going to be one of those games that's very much forgotten about by the end of the year. <clears throat> If the first game was like finish. really popular like because i like i know that name but like i never was like a big fan of the series it was, so i'm wondering if it like if it has cachet to be like oh i loved dead island whatever dead island 2 is i'm gonna go buy it people like, yeah it, people love there are a lot of people in that oh boat. yeah it was it was kind of revolutionary for its time because like the first person combat against zombies wasn't really prevalent till then it, mm-hmm. it with, with melee being the focus um, and just like the amount of customization and everything. And it just had a really weird setting for a zombie game, like on a paradise Island, which, you know, every other one has been like dark and grungy. So yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like, I feel like this game would have benefited from not being set in Hollywood or LA as they're calling it. I feel like if they had just gone really, I, like hella. <laughs> say, they say that there. That's what I really wanted though. It was just like a really, really wacky sequel to dead dead island like i've seen enough you know dark grungy zombie stuff like give me fucking weird and they just didn't really really haven't hit that mark yeah i see a lot of folks in chat saying like all i remember is the misleading trailer (laughs) like had a really amazing trailer yeah yeah um and yeah, so Vinny, that's coming out. Vinny, the web services, Dead Rising exhausted that type of things. So they they really didn't because they had Dead Rising one and two, which people liked. Dead Rising three went really dark and moody, and people didn't like it. Then they tried to bring back Dead Rising four, and it just wasn't good. Uh, yeah. So it, yeah, like they killed themselves on a, on a really easy to fix do concept and by trying to make it something it wasn't. <laughs> also, didn't help that it was like an Xbox One launch game, and yeah, and Xbox yeah. One was. It started at a disadvantage <laughs> thanks to its own shenanigans. Yeah. Also, everyone played Rise and was like, nothing pale, nothing can compare to Rise. Yes. Son of Rome, it's coming back. Heard it here first. <laughs> I just made that up. That's not real. He's not, that man's not coming back. Uh, so yeah, that's out uh, April 21st. It actually moved forward a week. Um, 
which we rarely get, uh, mostly because it was supposed to come out the same day as uh, the then delayed Jedi Survivor. So mm. Jedi Survivor moved to the 28th and it was like, we are kidding. We are coming out the 21st. <laughs> yeah, we're going to eat your lunch. <laughs> we do not want to be the same day as a Star Wars game. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that comes out in a little a little over a month. Um, I think the way you put it is going to be pretty, uh, pretty apt that I think people are going to forget this game came out this year by the end of it, which is how I feel about Dying Light 2, which sucks. But yeah, yeah, because there was a lot of talk about that. And then it kind of just went, came out and then was never <laughs> from again. They just it yeah it didn't it that uh dying light 2 just didn't really hit any of the stuff they were really talking about with like choose your own story kind of stuff and and all the reactive world events and everything was just Mm -hmm. very kind of generic by the time they came out unfortunately for them yeah which is a bummer um but yeah we'll have more of that uh leading up to its release but you know what in the meantime we're gonna have stuff on uh other zombie games that are hopefully of higher quality including resident evil 4 um, which I have played that demo multiple times. Let me tell you, delightful. <laughs> I'm having a great time with that demo. The chainsaw demo. It, first off, it brings me back to the days of these like nice bespoke demos that I want to play and replay over and over. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about uh, the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo. That's how I felt about um, like old demo discs that I would get from Pizza Hut, like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater demo. Um, but I love that you keep playing through this and people keep finding new secrets in it. Like if you if you drop all your items before you enter the village, you can make your way to a well and the, the well will be open. You can climb down and get a submachine gun that you just can't get normally in the demo. Um, there's like a code you can input to get like a crazy hard difficulty. Um, so it's like a beefy little demo. And even though it is just, just a own thing, like is it, it, it is a small slice is going to be in the like this weird stuff like is that going to be in the final game i'm assuming not like the section is absolutely from the game because it's like that opening village raid, right which you know that's one of the most iconic things in the game and it ends with uh leo leon asking literally no one in particular where did everyone go bingo like a big fucking dummy which i loved <laughs> but that was a moment where i was like oh i'm sold like you're gonna be you're gonna be just as big and dumb as and weird as the original one so and plus with smaller rain we gotta hey. we got a goatee contender coming uh, that being said, I have not got to play any of the finished game, but this, this demo felt great. Like I loved how Leon felt. I loved uh, how it balanced spookiness with like really good feeling gameplay. And, um, yeah, as someone who just played through, uh, Resident Evil 4 on a replay, I'm really excited to jump into this uh, week from Friday. So like, I mean, you, like you've already been a big fan of Resident Evil 4 mm-hmm. like in the earlier stages, like how does this remake improve on like the feel of it in terms of gameplay? Like, are you is it like, oh, this is much better or you're like, you could take it or leave it either way. Like, uh, was it already it, good and this is better or? Like- yeah, that's the thing is it's not the leap that Resident Evil 2 remake was because mm-hmm. that was going from Resident Evil 2 fixed cameras, right. tank control, PS1 era. Um, and that was like a revolutionary leap. Whereas this, like Resident Evil 4 is the like the DNA of all third person action games pretty much run through Resident Evil 4. That's um true. you know everything from from you know Gears of War directly inspired by how it used its camera and 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 sort of the playfulness of its environment and so the change isn't that drastic uh but it feels like Resident Evil 2 felt and and that feels really good like running and aiming and shooting separately it feels good um while still maintaining like the you aren't like a one man killing machine. Um, so when uh, 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 like the the doctor starts revving up his chainsaw and coming at you, like 
that's a scary moment. That's a like, ooh, mm. I gotta, I gotta back up and get out of here. Um, but I like the small additions of uh, the 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 knife is now like a consumable that can be you know the, it's Wells weapon degradation and shout out to the Breath of the Wild. Um, but you can use the knife in different ways. Like you can use it to parry an attack. Uh, you can use it if someone grabs you. You can immediately get out of it by stabbing. Uh, you can also like get into a weird chainsaw knife fight with the guy so you hold up your knife and as long as it has strength it'll stop it from cutting through which that can't be how knives work <laughs> that absolutely can't be how knives work but it's a real um, rusty dull chainsaw yeah right uh but yeah i'm i'm really excited for it um casey i know you obviously have said before that you you've tried multiple times never been able to get into resident Evil Four. Mm-hmm. do you have any interest in this are you still like maybe i'll try it in vr maybe i yeah i still want to try it in vr uh, because my, my biggest issue was like, even though I know that four revolutionized its control for that series in particular, I still never really liked it that much because uh, I tried it the first time and I bounced off it and then I tried it with the, the Wii controls and I did not like that at all either. Like the Wii is my mortal enemy. So anything with that thing, I think. You don't think you'd have a different I'm, take on the Resident Evil series having played Dead Space now? I don't know. Dead Space felt... Well, this space, I guess, was a riff on RE4, right? But that was like, that was like a whole generation after. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, so I don't know, maybe the, maybe the remake will feel modern enough for me to to finally get into it. Uh, but that, that's also my hope for VR, is that the brand new control scheme will distract me enough and uh, basically pull me into like everything else that's going on in that game. Because it was, it was always really the controls and not so much uh, like, the world or the characters or anything like that because i played through uh two back in the day on n64 but i had to put in cheat codes because i was just so frustrated by the controls and like the the progression like i didn't like i did all the puzzles or whatever but yeah. like just having to move that tank ass character around was just a pain in the ass <laughs> yeah i wonder i wonder if you try the resident evil 2 remake you'll you'll like you'll like the series with those you know more modern takes on it maybe there's a good chance because because i i didn't i didn't yeah i didn't like the fixed cameras of the original resident evils but i mean i really love two it's just three is on my list to play i just haven't done done it yet it's a nice shorty too you can get through that in like two settings good it's on the list. Nice. um before we move on will cooling with a two pound dono thanks so much will also going towards we're gonna make a new goal so all this all this extra money is gonna go towards a new goal we just gotta wait we gotta wait we got we got we got goals in the cooker this this uh Amy Frost series, I assume, is it going to start till after? Yeah, it sounds like it will start after now. Okay, that makes sense. And then uh, same, thing with, same thing with Darren. Darren's a... Uh, yeah, Darren's going on holiday something. almost all of April, but when he returns, he doesn't get to see any movies. He just has to play video games. <laughs> <laughs> like, a little, like a little gross boy. Uh, will Cooling with that two-pound donation. Thank you so much. Read Dread, America Power... Oh, oh Jesus. Read Dread, America, a powerful story and beautiful art. Um, Dread is, uh, that comic is written by John Wagner, who also wrote uh, History of Violence. And let me say, when I first read this chat, I thought you were trying to say Red Dead Redemption as a joke, calling Red Dread America powerful, (laughs) which is a pretty funny way to describe that game. (laughs) And it is a game with a story and beautiful art. So, yeah, Red Dread. That works, yeah. America, America powerful. Uh... Yeah, history of violence is great and so is dread did you guys see the dread movie with carl urban mm-hmm. uh i have not no oh that movie rules that's just a big old video game <laughs> but in movie form uh 
And then the only uh, the only other thing I've been playing is I started my replay of uh, the aforementioned uh, Jedi Fallen Order mm-hmm. to prepare myself for uh, Survivor. One, uh, for someone playing it on next gen, uh, 60 frames per second, yeah. that game looks smooth. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It was it took me a while to get used to. <laughs> I, was, I thought it was too smooth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but enjoying it, I, I've, I cranked it down to to baby mode. Uh, I still think the story is good and I still I know Cal gets a lot of gets a lot of shit. Um, I think the reason I like him is because he's really nice to BD, his little <laughs> robot. And he's like really nice and he it doesn't talk down to him, but he's like sweet to him and thanks him for his for his service. Um, <laughs> and to me, that's just like I'm like if someone is nice to like a dog or something that is like technically below them, I think that's like a mark of good character. And so I think that's the reason I like <laughs> Cal. And it's not like his story is like whatever, but like that makes him immediately. I can't dislike him because he treats BD nicely. I, I've tried to replay that game like three times, and I just I I love that game. I just can't replay it. I don't. I get, and I I think it's just it really is down to the backtracking. Like I just a lot it, of backtracking yeah, when you get to uh, the second world. Not uh, what's the first world? Zepho. Zepho. Yeah. Once you get to Zepho, I have a really hard time sticking with the game at that point. Yeah. You do you do Zepho and then you go to Kashyyyk and then you go back to Zepho and gotta go all the way back to where you left off. Yeah, I hope I hope in like the new one they give you like an option to just like go through the duels again because I would like to do the boss fights again, but I can't. I mean, it could be easy things as like be able to teleport to bonfires um, or Jedi prayer circles, (laughs) (laughs) Jedi cult circles. (laughs) Yeah, whatever, whatever they are. Um, I'm really, really, really hoping. uh, You know, we keep we keep trying to or we keep hoping that this game the sequel is going to be sort of in the same vein as uncharted 2 or Assassin's yeah. creed 2 yeah you know? like the I one just, that kind of defines it as a series yeah i literally hope they got rid of the backtracking for part two i would rather it just be a really good scripted linear adventure with some side activities like gears of war 4 was or gears of war 5 like I, ign was showing off some of the gameplay stuff that they got uh exclusive access to and they made it sound like it was a lot more metroidvania like but just on a bigger scale like he's on the like in one location for a longer period of time but i I wasn't sure if that meant that there was no more like planet hopping like is the setting just one location now or have to imagine going to multiple planets yeah they've already confirmed planet hopping it's a star wars game you can't have a star wars game without planet hopping but uh whatchamacallit so all the planet is just bigger now if it's if it's better design like a dark souls level design where you don't even realize you're backtracking then i'm all for it uh but it yeah if it's more of the first game like i'll play it once i'll love it and then i probably won't be able to replay it again yeah i talk i, I bring it up a lot but the uh open world section of god of war ragnarok there's like an optional area called the crater um i thought was a really great use of an optional open world thing that kind of exists in the world of one of the other realms but is separated from there uh and the way it handled sort of marrying the god of war gameplay with this open world um design philosophy i mean going back to last of us kind of felt like some of those parts of the last of us too as well um but that's kind of what i want to see in this open world where um no matter what direction you go in there's something fun to do and like casey said if there are these metroidvania elements whether it's force powers you get or like a grappling hook or a force dash or something you're able to do new with your, with uh, BD one. Um, then uh, I would like to 
yeah, I, I, I have full faith that they understood what was weak about the original mm-hmm. and are trying to fix it. I mean, I guess I don't know why I have full faith, but I would just assume everyone agrees on the things that are weak in the original. Even the, develop- even the developers have said in the interviews that they agree. <laughs> that they- yeah, I mean, I well, think what everyone- are those? What are those things? Because I, I feel like backtra- people have the backtracking. They've already, yeah, they've already added it in fast travel. So yeah, I mean, so nobody, nobody has a problem with the wonky uh, controlled and platforming. No, <laughs> everyone's just fine with that. <laughs> I didn't have a problem. That, that game doesn't that feel thing. good. Like, <laughs> I think it feels good. I think it feels fine. Mm. Marty, I, I watched a little bit of your playthrough, and you were doing that stupid wind jump like a million oh, times. Oh, that was really bad. <laughs> yeah. That wind jump was really bad. You can't, you caught me at a bad time in my life. That wind jump can get fucked. Yeah, I think... The worst thing in games is when you're doing something, and you have these conflicting views in your head of, am I doing the wrong thing? Right. Or am I not doing it correctly? Like it's telegraphing what it wants you to do, but yeah. it won't do the thing. So then you have yeah. to question, is this what I'm supposed to do? When the you answer keep is trying yes. to make a jump and you're like, <laughs> am I like legally able to make this jump? Or like, am <laughs> is, I just dumb? Legal? <laughs> yeah. Is this like that, that, that like the first big moment where that game is like a little broken. And there's a lot of stuff like that all throughout. And like it, it really got to me. It really annoyed me. Maybe I'm being nitpicky about it, but uh, I I want that sort of stuff ironed out because just like give me a grappling. Everything's fine if you give him a grappling hook, <laughs> or just give him a Jedi jump early on. Just, oh, he's just, got a he's yeah. got an air dash. They've shown in the in two. That's neat. Like a real, I can work with that. Like a real air dash. Yeah. Guess we'll see you in a month. Yeah, coming out a week <laughs> after uh, a week after um, that island too. So yeah. yeah, after Resident Evil Four, those are kind of the two big. Uh, big triple a guys on the horizon and then a bunch of uh bunch of cool indies and smaller games with uh, chia and uh dredge and the Mega Man, Mega Man battle network collection um advanced wars is finally coming out hey. last case of benedict fox mm, yeah, so that one. That one. going game pass and then uh redfall right around the corner so we got an exciting next couple weeks Tron legacy also the the bithel game got its uh, release date early april so I, nice. don't, I don't know what that game is. When I watch the trailers, it looks like a narrative click-through game for the most part. You mean a narrative, like a visual novel? I, it, yeah, it looks yeah, like I a visual it, novel. It seems like it's pretty like story-heavy. When I think of Tron, I think of visual novels. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely don't think of hopping on a cool motorcycle and riding through cyberspace. <laughs> uh, King Dead with a $2 donut. Thank you so much. Dread was the best use of 3D in any movie dread in 3d was really good i still think Coraline was the best use of 3d i've ever seen not even avatar first off i thought it was a movie that like I sold was... 3d i, I don't know big... why i don't get it I don't, I don't get what's so great about either one or two avatar in 3d like i remember seeing avatar 2? <laughs> I like the only movie i saw yeah. in 3d was toy story oh, I didn't 4 see <laughs> or toy story Damn, 3 two and I didn't. toy story 3 into 3d that's the one i saw in 3d that is sad ending. That or almost a sad ending. There are so many people crying in my theater. <laughs> they're making another one of those. Ago. Yeah, they're making Toy Story. Isn't there another? Yeah, there's another Toy Story coming. Yeah. Never stops. Nothing could ever remain dead. Casey, <laughs> uh, what have you? You been playing anything? Watch anything? Uh, did I mention already? I finished uh, White Lotus season one. No. No. Um, I, I ended up really liking that show like i think i mentioned earlier that i was i was enjoying it the first episode is is very weak and i'm glad i watched past it because like i i really wasn't into it uh from the start um 
It's really weird, though, because it doesn't really have a point. It's just telling you a bunch of events with a bunch of kooky, weird people. Yeah. Um, and if there's any sort of unifying message, it's kind of just that rich people suck. They do. And like they, yeah. they damage and hurt everything around them. And it's like, yeah. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what this was teaching me, but uh, I watched the first episode of season two. Um, and it's kind of the same in that I didn't like, it didn't really drag me in at all. Like none of the characters seem that interesting. What, what's going on doesn't seem that interesting. Uh, but so, but I'm hoping like the first season it'll like ramp up and get, um, at the very least more interesting, but I'm at, at, at least I'm not expecting there to be like some overarching point. So I don't know. Maybe it'll surprise yeah. me. Um, yeah, my, one of my, one of my, the reason I liked one better than two was, um, I didn't think two had any central character as strong as like the murray bartlett the dude who works at the hotel like i love right. that guy yeah um, yeah i was a big fan of him and his downfall was very distressing yeah to me. yeah and so uh, like even though there was like actors i really like in in season two like aubrey plaza and uh michael imperioni um mm. from the sopranos uh yeah none of the characters i really like clicked with and like jennifer coolidge i'm kind of just over jennifer coolidge like i'm glad she's like having a big moment but like she got she keeps winning awards and then going up there like oh gosh oh gosh <laughs> Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's the thing. Like, I don't know what her character is on about. Like, she's like she's very she's probably the strangest of all of the, the characters that they have in the cast. And it's odd that they decide to bring she's the only one back. Yeah. Over. yeah. And like she she continues to just be weirdly off putting. Like, I like Jennifer Coolidge, but her character in that show is off putting and I don't get her. And I don't know if I'm supposed to, if that's the appeal is like, oh, she's just very strange. And like, that's why she takes up all this screen space and yeah. runtime. Like, I don't know. I might be over uh, whatever name her character is in that show. But um, we'll see. Um, I also uh, am pretty deep into Spy Family, finally. Nice. Started that up. Uh, that show was very delightful. Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually been a while, I feel like, since I've watched like a, a really lighthearted anime. Yeah. Like, which is funny because that's the thing about like a, like a spy like espionage and yeah, 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 like which which was like which was a shock because like I thought it would be a little more like serious in its tone, but like it's mm -hmm. it's it's a straight up comedy, honestly. Yeah. Um, and like if you divorce it from the fact that it's an anime and you know it has a story that actually runs in line, like it could it could be very sitcommy with them just kind of going about their different business day to day. A hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, and I'm okay with that. Uh, Nick, would you go to? Did you think you'd get Spy Family anytime? I know you're 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 big anime boy now. Though, now that you got Vinland Saga under your belt, uh, did you finish it? Uh, I finished season one. Yeah, I have not watched any trailers for Spy Family, so I don't know what that is yet. It's just like Vinland Saga. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Don't don't I'm read sure. anything about it. It's I'm just sure. like Vinland Saga. It's fine. <laughs> it's a it's a really fun premise, and like they they have a lot of fun with it in the show. Like at some point, the logic breaks down a little bit. It's like someone should have figured something out at this point. Yeah. Like if because it's so lighthearted, like that's easy to forgive. It's like okay, the premise hinges on the fact that they don't know each other's secrets, and like and that's what keeps everything kind of flowing. Yeah. So like, the I, I'm, is totally, I'm uh, there's a dude who's like. Uh, a James Bond-esque secret agent uh, who, in order to maintain uh, cover in his operation, needs to adopt a child who he enrolls in this fancy school. Uh, and then uh, realizes that, uh, you know, ultimately to maintain that cover, there should be a mother figure in the family. And that mother figure ends up being a hit, a hitman, a woman who who's an assassin, who also realizes that 
being a part of a fake family could help out her like cover. help with her and, cover yeah yeah uh but at the same time the little girl they adopt is a psychic and is the person who knows that the two of them are killers but she, she could just read their thoughts like oh mommy and daddy are killing someone tonight uh, but also so she needs to be she needs to keep that from them because yeah. she's of the mindset because she's been told as a scientific experiment that if anyone finds out about it then you know they'll send her back and she she likes the arrangement yeah. so they're all keeping secrets uh, uh, I, uh, yeah, I added uh, Yasuki on Netflix to my, my oh, watch yeah. list. That's the, that is uh, pronounced Yasuke. Yasuke. <laughs> you know what? You learn, though. It's learning. Listen, if you just see those letters, I wouldn't know how to pronounce them the first time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was. I'm gonna I, don't wanna, I don't like I don't want to like rain on your parade because I, I think that show is really beautiful. It has amazing music. I was very disappointed by it. Mm. Is that the Lakeith Stanfield one? We'll see. I have no, I have I, no uh, uh, taste in anime yet. <laughs> so, I mean, you might, you might like it. Yeah, I, I was put off. I don't know if that's the Lakeith Stanfield one, but like, I think Lakeith Stanfield was supposed to be doing a live action thing about that character because Yasuke is is uh, right? yes, yeah, it's a yeah. real life person who was a he, samurai. He, voice, and he voices him. He voices him. Okay. Yeah, that's one. Of yeah, that's supposed to be a live action thing then. Say again. Flying Lotus. Flying Lotus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Flying Lotus. Yeah. Is, uh, I haven't, I haven't watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, um, it's, I liked, it's a little much. I liked Vinland Saga because it like it wasn't like super over the top. It was it was pretty. This is over the top. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, it like, was. yeah, I would have wanted I would have wanted Yasuke to go the Vinland Saga route and that it, it sticks to the history of that story. Yeah. yeah. This, for some reason, acts as if the history of that story isn't enough and it throws in a lot of anime nonsense <laughs> like, like there's mechs in this oh okay well <laughs> i don't get that vibe from the trailer at all I, mean, so. I feel like the safest next thing for you would be cowboy bebop right i feel like nick would like cowboy bebop i mean everybody does so I'm gonna, yeah I'm, a gonna high watch, I'm gonna watch edge runners next uh, and then i'm gonna check so out you're that, gonna love edge runners i'm gonna check out that dragon age show get through my get through my game shows and did that I'll, already come out yeah amy reviewed okay. it Oh man! And then oh, I edited it. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, boo, Boo Radley. <laughs> I'm remembering all of this. I had to Google a bunch of names. Boo, I was like, boo Radley said Attack on Titan. I put that one on my list to check that out. Eventually. That's big though. That's ve- it's beefy. I want to give him small small goals. He <laughs> yeah, that'll take you a while. How about Bebop's like 20 episodes long? Yeah. Actually, if in that same vein, if you want to watch like a samurai thing, watch Samurai Shampoo. Like that's pretty short. Really great story. Really great action. Great visuals, I, also great I soundtrack. I just I, I put Yasuke on my list because the cover art looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I saw I saw like oh that looks pretty. I might I might check that out. And it's like samurai stuff. And now you tell me it's a mechs, and I'm like mm, nah. <laughs> it is like magic and mechs, and it, it it doesn't trust its source material, and I, I take <laughs> issue with that. What about I want to eat your pancreas? I'm not, I'm not going full weeb yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't start even know. I start getting you those weird names. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Get you into those isekais. Nope. Um, that's true. There's only four seasons of Attack on Titan. So there you go. What could possibly go wrong with that? <laughs> Ten by, years and by, by, by the time I'm done, the, the last episode that you're waiting on will be out, right? <laughs> we'll see. I'm going to rewatch it again because I'm going to forget everything I watched two weeks ago. Yeah, that's that's your okay. thing. That's your whole thing is rewatch and replay everything. Yeah, I'm like the dude from Memento. Um, Casey, you've been you've been watching or playing anything else? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Smash, but you guys don't want to hear me talk about Smash. Hmm. <laughs> is there anything? <laughs> that's pretty much it. Everything else is embargoed, so like I can't. Anything different? 
uh, anything different in Smash? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm considering, and I feel like I said this before, but like my my Toon Link, I feel like I've reached a plateau as my main. If you will, (laughs) a great plateau. Yeah, I've I've reached a plateau where like I know I could play that character better, but I'm I'm not like I'm not getting better with that character. Uh, It's starting to feel like so. it's a handicap I put on myself because I already know that in the meta, he is not that great. Like he's not ranked very highly, but I just like him so much. I want to kind of push him to be in those ranks when I go up against other characters that I know have a lot of uh, tools against him. Uh, so I've, I've made a pivot and I'm using Adult Link now because Adult Link is ranked a lot higher than Toon Link is. Um, and I'm immediately finding that because uh, they, they have some similarities. They do, they do feel very different, but they're similar enough that some of the stuff that I just used to do with Toon Link results in like stocks <laughs> that just didn't before. So it's like, yeah. oh, this is just easier. <laughs> like playing with a character that's kind of uh, just better all around has made it easier. And like, I, I don't know, I just had to get out of my own way because like I, I'm really stubborn in that way when I get in the competitive scene. It's like, no, this is how I want to win. So I'm going to win like this. And it's like, you don't need to try this hard. <laughs> What happened to that idea that we came up with to get you to diary going into a tournament? Uh, that's for Street Fighter, isn't it? We're still waiting What's on Street Fighter? a Street oh, Fighter Street 6. Fighter? Oh, okay. oh, Street Fighter 6, yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm still very, very noobish in that. So KC to the street. KC to the streets. Yeah, I am hyped to get into that for Street Fighter. Vinny says Smash Ultimate Meta talk sounds hilarious. Everyone living in fear of fucking Minecraft, Steve. Yeah, yeah Steve Who's is the, super broken. Like, who are they like? Who are the characters? Who are like, fuck, I don't want to go up against this guy. Like, funnily enough, they're I think they're mostly DLC characters. <laughs> so like okay. Kazuya is a problem. Uh, he has a lot of combos that will like stun lock you and kill you from zero percent. And Steve is legitimately just broken. They just found tech for this character where if you like regardless of Steve's damage, if you knock him back, he can just stop it. He can just negate all knockback. So like they're they're considering just banning him outright. Like they've been thinking about it for a while because it has a lot of other busted stuff. Like with the, the fact that he can build blocks and uh, the, like the properties of him being able to just put out a block messes with so many other techs. Like he's so different than everyone else. And like they're just finding more and more ways that his differences just trump every everything else that's in the game. And like this latest thing is like a, it's like a final straw. So like, even if they don't outright ban Steve from tournaments, they're banning that move because like that just breaks the game entirely. So like, it's, you we'll see, I guess, how it goes forth. I mean, if that's that's the thing, like, can you ban a move? Like some folks might try it. I think uh, some recent tournaments said that that was what they were going to go for. Like they'll like the opponent would have to complain and then they'd have to watch the <laughs> the replay to see if at any point they use it. So like a lot of smaller ones for sure probably will just outright ban them because that's a lot of yeah. work to put in. But like anybody who's spent years playing Steve since he came out is going to be like, oh, crap, I got to find another character if this is going to be my livelihood. So that kind of sucks. But like, I don't know, Nintendo should just patch it like Nintendo fix, fix Steve. <laughs> the people are still playing the game. I don't know why they said this is the final patch years fix ago. Steve, just fix it. That's really funny. That's the um, answer. Nintendo. I mean, it is kind of right. Like that is. <laughs> Do you think Nintendo's actually going to do that, though? I don't think they are. No, they're, they're done with it. Pokemon DLC without them fixing Pokemon Violet performance. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have any faith that Nintendo's going to go back and fix that. <laughs> yep. Uh, Cudlack with a $2 dono. Thank you so much. More love for Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt. Nick, are you going to watch Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt? That's an actual name of a show. Yeah, it it's is. It's by the director of Cyberpunk Edgerunners. 
<laughs> uh, who that guy, I've actually never watched that. I've watched most of that guy's things because he did that. My favorite episode of uh, Visions, he did Promare, uh, Kill a Kill, Gurren Lagan. Yeah, Kill, Kill a Kill is one of my favorite things I've ever seen, yeah. but I, I 100% do not recommend Nick watch that. I feel not like, not I feel anytime like, soon. I feel like there's there's like a level of weeb, and I'm over all the way yeah. over here. No, I got, I got you. Yeah. That's why and we're trying panty to raid the show. You're like, uh, it's not panty raid the show. It's panty stocking with garden belt, Nick. Uh, it's you are like a you're like a scared stray dog, and we're trying to lure you over with uh, with like sleeping pills that are buried in bits of cheese. I just I just want to be able to watch. Well, anime. Once you have the cheese, you'll be fine. I just want, then you'll be enough. I just want to be able to watch an anime where my neighbors won't hear a bunch of weird squeaking noises. <laughs> all the grunting and weirdness uh then you'll probably want to just stick to the english Nick, you play games. games what do you I play games are full of squeaking noises and weird it's grunting. also full of like gunfire yeah gunfire yeah, yeah I, I can feel manly with the gunfire <laughs> only true men can embrace penny stocking you, you want to feel manly watch baki the grappler there's the real men in there. Real men. That's real meaty boys slapping me. I got. I got. I got. Vinland Saga hits the toxic masculinity for me. <laughs> That's why I think everyone. Everyone. We gotta recommend things like get them. Get them acclimated to the water. Um, <laughs> like monster. Also, I think I mixed Netflix. my metaphors with sleeping pills and the cheese, and I meant like medicine. I you only, you only mix your meats with the cheese. Well, you can have meat and cheese. That's called a charcut. It's called a sandwich. At all the fancy galas I go to, that's what's served. Sorry, Casey, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was just going to say that Monster is on Netflix, apparently. And that's that's a very uh, grounded uh, murder it mystery is. drama. It is. Do you think Nick would like Death Note? Yeah, everybody loves Death Note. The thing is, Nick just has to get over the fact that um, it's it's weird and that it's animated. Cause I feel like a lot of people just have this thing in their head where like, if it's a cartoon, it's not for me. I have, no, I just have very specific taste of what I like in TV. <laughs> well, did you like uh, Guy Ritchie's Sherlock? Like with uh, Robert Downey Jr. I've watched Could it, I don't remember it. <laughs> All right then, I have no take on whether or not you'll like Death Note. <laughs> I, know what Death, very... I know what Death Note is because I, I've seen the, uh, the Family Guy spoof of it. <laughs> <laughs> Or the Simpsons spoof of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mar- oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, a recent one. Haven't, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that yet, actually. Yeah. yeah Lisa, Lisa becomes the death note. <laughs> but uh, uh, that, that show is really good. It's really smart. Yeah. And it's pretty short. Maybe. Mason Daniel with a $2 dono. Full Metal Alchemist, Nick. I haven't even watched that yet. I, that was on when I was a kid. Most, most of these were. Cause yeah, I used to watch like Adult Swim, and I would like I mean, every once in a while I'd tune into an episode like Boondock Saints. I was like, I have no idea what I'm watching, but this is okay. That, that is a different thing. <laughs> that's, my yeah. that's my favorite anime. <laughs> <laughs> the Boondocks and the Boondock Saints are two very different things. <laughs> <laughs> Did you kill Marty? I'm already choke on the weebness. Do you understand yet that Boondock Saints is a is a film starring Norman Reedus? What the fuck is hey, Willem Dafoe? What was the, what was the uh, Adult Swim show? The, the, the Boondocks. Boondocks. Okay. That is also not an anime. Um, what? It's, it's anime inspired, but yeah, it wouldn't classify as an anime. <laughs> well, that's what they said. Vinland Saga isn't an anime either. It's a manga. 
No, no manga is a comic it's, book. It's yeah. comic book. A lot of anime are based on manga. It's like Dragon Ball. That was a manga. One Piece. That was a manga. Death Note was a manga. Barry, Barry's the, the looking list. at me through the window like, why are you... What? What? With Barry's a weeb. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he any, any good dog-based anime? <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist? Someone? <laughs> <Is> that <a laughs> No, never mind. As a joke. Uh, Lauren, yeah, Marty hasn't seen it, so Marty wouldn't get that joke. No, I, I didn't. I was going to laugh, but I wouldn't <laughs> have got it. Uh, Lauren with a file, I don't know. Thank you so much. Nick, Mike, like a Gundam show hits the sci-fi global conflict vibes. Gundam's great. Yeah, if you like big robots. Nick loves big robots. He every day he goes I home, he's like, I'm jazzed to watch more big robots. Yeah, every night. Every every yeah. night I rewatch uh, Pacific Rim. Uh, love those kaiju. And Casey Jones with the trailer, I don't know. Interspecies reviewers is a good entry level. No. Anime. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't even look that up, please. I already looked up uh, Bowsette earlier during post-CP. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, people are horned up for female Bowser. Oh, ooh. Yeah, that was a whole thing. That took the internet by storm. Yeah, I must have missed it. Ooh, another bad thing to click. What are we doing here? Why do I keep doing this? This is two times today I Googled something I shouldn't have. Uh, Casey, you been playing anything else? Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, No, not really, no. I cannot say that I have. Well, I mean, I played more Hot Hot Wheels. That game is really fun. Uh, Does it feel different than from when you reviewed it? Like, have they updated it a lot? Uh, I mean, I was only playing multiplayer stuff. I was playing with some friends. Um... But the, I do know the Game of the Year edition added just extra like story missions or whatever to like that big uh, city rush, I think they call their story mode. And that was actually really fun. Like during the review, uh, those like themed races uh, and like the boss races, all that stuff is really fun. So them just adding more stuff to it um, is always a plus. I've been on a racing game binge as well. I streamed Dirt Rally Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. how'd you like that? I, I, I've always loved rally games because uh, I played the original dirt for hundreds of hours when I was growing up. Like I played that and grid Codemasters was like, was one of my favorite developers at one point played all their stuff. Uh, even that, even that, uh, fuel, that huge 100 kilometer open world racing game. That was bad. That game was not good. Do they only make racing games that are a one four letter word? Uh, no, they also <laughs> made got Overlord. Grid, they we got made, fuel. They made overlord as well. Really? Did they? Yeah. I like that game. Yeah. What's the what's the deal? Like, what do you what in, well, what's like what kind of enjoyment do you get? I out of this? I have just been uh, I've been feeling burnt out on games since like Hogwarts Legacy again because it was like another I I always like play like one of those big open world games and then I'm like I'm bored I'm so fucking bored uh, and then I got the past you know when Wo Long came out I've been playing the hell out of that I love that mm-hmm. um, and then I've just kind of been trying to play a bunch of different things that just I'm taking a little bit of a different approach because I, I, you know, I kind of backed myself into a corner with my uh, challenge to complete a bunch of games in one year because usually I will only stick with that game until I beat it and then I get burned out on it and then I don't want to play anything. Uh, so I'm doing like a thing right now where I'm playing like five different games at once just and are all different genres and I play like one on one day, I'll play another on another day just to keep things fresh. Um, so I've actually... Uh, started Need for Speed Unbound, which I'm actually really enjoying now. Hey, this uh, one, yeah. I, I, I tried I tried Heat the other night, but God, that racing and that feels bad. The controls just feel awful. Huh. Uh, I haven't tried Heat. My son's been playing a lot of Heat though. Yeah, he seems to like it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it maybe latency was something off on my TV or something, mm-hmm. but something something felt off about that game. 
but I'm, I'm liking Unbound's like I like Unbound because the races are challenging and like even if you lose you still earn money so it's not like mm-hmm. having to replay every time you race um, so there's actually like kind of an addictive loop to that of like oh can I can I bet against the racer and earn a little bit of extra money and yeah there's and- there's some strategy in like picking the the particular races and then betting against who you think you can beat though the game does be cheating oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) oh my god it'd be cheating because the person you pick all of a sudden is the fastest fastest person and they're also like the cheapest the cheapest bet too and then they're suddenly better than the top guy yeah i don't know that game that game like i almost want to lower the difficulty a step further because i feel like it's almost impossible to win races early on but that's kind of the point you're like which i kind of like it's because a lot of these racing games like you they're like oh you're starting from nothing with the shittiest car but you still win every single mm-hmm. race and unbound it really feels like you're in the shit and like you're you know you have to work your way up to these cars that will win races and i kind of like that it's it's almost like a kind of almost feels like a roguelike to me a little bit um which is interesting yeah i can see that um yeah and if you're still on like a racing kick give red out two a try yeah <laughs> I, I like it. I want to. Uh, I want to try Track Mania. Uh, I'm waiting for oh, the, yeah. the new one to come out, but I want to. I want to give that a go. I may be able to get you a code to the closed beta because hey, uh, do it. Is that Ubisoft? Yeah, yeah, that's Ubisoft. Joy. That I, I, I'm still confused why they keep talking about this. Oh, it's releasing on console. Like I played that time, game yeah, on yeah, console. Track Mania is on console. Yeah, like I, I, I don't. I don't know what the they mean time. by that still. Is but it like, getting like uh, a next gen update or new gen update? I wonder, I wonder if they mean like maybe the one on console isn't like the mainline series or something. I don't know because the one on console is Trackmania Turbo. Yeah, and this one's yeah, just Track. Right. And this one's just <clears throat> Trackmania proper. So I don't I don't know what the difference is between them. Somebody in chat probably knows. Uh, but yeah, I've been I've been still I'm still playing through well long. That game is a long game. You are right. Um, I just yeah, it keeps on going. Call whoa short. Yeah, I just finished. <laughs> I ki- just killed the king, I think. The king guy. Uh, Feels like you got king the guy. What's the, after a king? The one that gets his he gets his head chopped off. Or no, he gets stabbed in the back by Lubu. That guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're not. That's like halfway. Oh, that's classic Lubu. That's, that's classic Lubu. Way, dude. There's so there's so much wow. of that game. <laughs> Hopefully the environments continue to be varied because I'm enjoying that. Or does it start repeating? Nah. No, nothing repeats, okay. but it does it does seem like some of the later ones are uh, kind of lazy it's like there's not this doesn't really have a an identity it'll maybe have a, like a a unique mechanic like there's a late thing that's like you're messing around with like water levels but it's not super involved yeah. it's just there's a lot of water the true Mandalorian says wow spoilers you won't even know when this happens so don't worry about it it's not a spoiler really yeah, it's not spoiled. Spoiled. <laughs> i can't believe voodoo yeah killed the king yeah, yeah. um so this playing. is this is romance of the three kingdoms like this is a story that's like hundreds well, of years even, old <laughs> even that like you won't know when this moment's coming so you're not worried no, don't worry about it um because i didn't even say the character's name right anyway so i'm playing well long i'm playing need for speed unbound i finally restarted fire emblem three houses because i wanted a strategy game to play um, you restarted it uh well i had only played the practice belt and i lost and then i put the game uh, away okay. gotcha. <laughs> so i've uh i've started playing that and i've figured out the combat system now um so i'm not at the first bandit battle right now uh finally figured out the school stuff too because like i felt i don't know why i didn't realize like you could just fast travel to each spot so like i remember when i first started the game i was just running mm-hmm. around the fucking school because i can't tell where anything is because there's no good like visual indicators <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that monastery is freaking huge. It's yeah. large. It's large. Yeah. 
Uh, and then I'm still playing Siege, and then I've been still playing the finals, the beta, which um, Embark has been updating that like very frequently, and it's getting better and better by the day. And I, nice. I'm fully, fully on board. That game is going to be huge when it releases to the public. Um, it's got it's just yeah, it, I want to try that. It just really has like this addicting loop of just one more round. I want to play one more round, and like the whole the finals um, setup of it, where you go through. Like I said, you you start in, uh, there's four groups and then you go up a bracket. That's really addicting. I kind of I kind of hope more games pull that kind of thing from them um, because you get a big reward at the top if you make it all the way to the final. So like that's that's really addicting. <laughs> um, but are my rewards on the blockchain? No. <laughs> so, but yeah, I also I'm, don't know what that even means if I'm being perfectly am, honest. Uh, but yeah, I am playing uh, a ton of different things. I still need to finish Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, started Sons of the Forest with my friends. Having a good time with that. Still playing Siege every night. I don't I, think I like you. Siege? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm addicted to it again. We play it We play it every night for like three or four hours. <laughs> like the, your extraction, extraction is going to be free on PlayStation Plus, Nick. I, 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 you love extraction? Nope. I played one round of that and I never went back. We played it. We played it. We did a whole stream. That that game is we, solid. Is it's just it's. I don't, it's just I, what? Who, who's the audience? Yeah, I just <laughs> that, give me more. Give me give me my more siege. That being said, I don't know how many more heroes they're gonna add to it. There's like two slots. Uh, didn't left. you hear? Ten more years of content, Nick. Really? Ten more years. Ten. Yeah. Years. <laughs> how cool would it be though if one day they announced Rainbow Six Siege Two? You and your twos, man. I don't know, but I will say I don't. I don't like it. Well, I, I won't say it because I was gonna say like the finals, the finals destruction. I want that level of destruction for siege, but then I also know that won't work for siege. So yeah, you just destroy the entire yeah, house. Just destroy the entire house. <laughs> just take just out the rubble. You know, just one of those uh, houses on struts on the Florida beach and just cut yeah. the struts out from underneath it. Like, oh, there you took go. care of that. Going there home. You go. <laughs> what house did you? Uh, a ah, super just two dollars. Is what house did you go with in three houses? Was it blue, yellow, or red? Blue? Blue Lions. Yeah. House of Dimitri, blonde hair boy. No. No, okay. Which is Edelgard? Your, it must be the Edelgard? Red Wolves. It must be the girl. Yeah, Edelgard. Yeah, that's the Red What's her name? Wolves, right? Blythe? Edelgard. No, Blythe is my character. Byleth is everyone's Byleth, character. Yeah. Byleth, I didn't change his name, yeah. <clears throat> also, I think it's kind of uh, weird that as a teacher you can date your students, but that's just me. You can't don't don't put that out there. You can't do that. I don't know. I don't know. That's not a thing you can do in that game. Oh, well, fuck, <laughs> fuck! I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I joined Hufflepuff. In Persona, you could date your student, or you can date your teacher. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. No like it's a little like there's a little bit of flirtiness with some characters, but it's later. It's like when it's not when they're like still your students. I feel mm-hmm. like. Back half the game, you're all in an elderly uh, retirement home. <laughs> but they're all horned up like regular retirement homes. Okay, uh, so True Man only says, and you can totally date your students, but after they graduate. That's still weird. That's fine. Yeah, like every self-respecting creeper. <laughs> Legal beagle. Like yeah. any self-respecting <laughs> creeper. Uh, you guys have anything else before we wrap up? Nope, that's pretty much it for me. Nope, uh, Casey. I won't, be, oh. won't, I won't be on breakout for two weeks. KC will be on next week, but not the week after. We probably oh, dang, you're right. 
I don't even know. We just might not have a breakout that 29th. Yeah. I feel like that would make the most sense. Cause we I think I'll do, be in Milwaukee. We can, we can do breakout in Milwaukee in person. Dun, dun, dun. That could be fun. May, maybe. That could be fun. We shall see. So then uh, when, Marty, when Marty says shit about Halo, I can just slap him. <laughs> I, I, I want to see a Marty Nick fight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I can. I'll just sue. I'll just sue gamers <laughs> if, you, if my boss slaps me. You can't yell <laughs> HR in person. <laughs> it's going to be do on it video. <laughs> it's going to be on video. Uh, perfect. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going to our streams. Uh, well, I'll go over that schedule in a little bit. But, uh, Casey, you're going to be back in half an hour with more Get Jesse to the Greek. Yes. Will you actually? Uh, right. Has Jesse messaged me? I haven't heard from Jesse yet. But I'm assuming uh, everything should be good. Um because he hadn't said otherwise, but uh, we'll be doing the test for God of War 2, hmm. and we'll be starting God of War 3. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Rachel is busy this week. She was going to be with us last week, uh, but we had technical issues. We'll get Rachel on the show uh, at some point. So uh, it, it may take some time since the trip is like now thrown in a mix as well. Yeah. But um, Oh, yeah, because we'll, yeah, we'll, a couple weeks off. Yeah, we'll, fi- we'll figure out uh, when Rachel can join yeah. us. Uh, and then what else? What else should folks check out? You got a couple of reviews coming down the road. Oh uh, yeah, I think have tomorrow. Nice death tomorrow, yep. Yeah, no, tomorrow for Have a Nice Death should drop. So check that out. Um, today's Wednesday, so tomorrow uh, we might finish Half Life Two. Are yeah, we that close? it sounds like it sounds like two. Well, it sounds like there's less than two hours of stuff, but the final area is a real, real pain. Ah, uh, okay. Real pain in the ass, like a notorious for everyone pain in the ass. So. <laughs> All right, so we'll see how that goes tomorrow. But uh, I'm assuming nice we'll, we can finish we'll wrap next it up. week before Milwaukee. Oh, okay, so you, you want us to pad? I don't know. I was thinking if we do have like an extra like day before the thing, maybe we could try Black Mesa that everyone Ooh, was that is talking true. about. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, we'll yeah, to, like, more Half Life. You have to do your like Rocky workout tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Run in some slippery shoes. Oh God, yeah, that, that's not gonna go well. <laughs> but um, after. That there's no no adventures, adventures live, live on Friday, correct? Um, and I should be around for game night. So yeah, it's gonna be Exo Primal, the upcoming oh, yeah. uh, Capcom Dino Shooty game. So tune in for that. Yep. Uh, and as always, you can find me at Simgears Nine on Twitch and Twitter, and uh, you can listen to my podcast, The Sigma Show, on your favorite podcast listening service. Pretty much it for me. Nick? I will uh, not be here for Max Payne tomorrow. Sorry, I have to attend a family emergency that I got to drive home from Nebraska for immediately in the morning. That sounds uh, like real Max Payne right there. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, no no streams on Friday. And then, yeah, it'll be my last stream for a while is going to be Exo Primal on, on game night. And then I'm, I'm out for almost two weeks. Yeah, you'll be at GDC all next week. Um, and then uh, you'll be at... Uh, in Milwaukee the first couple days uh, the following week. So yep. there you go. That'll be exciting. But yeah, we'll continue Max Payne uh, when you get back and we'll hold down the forts. And yeah, we're going to have we're going to have replacements for streams. We're going to have I'm doing slice something else on Monday with Jack. Um, and then we're, we're going to have pals come in. So don't don't you worry. It's going to be great. Um, and Will Cooling, thank you so much for the two pound donation. Marty can date family, <laughs> but teachers can't date students. I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. I don't even say that, Nick. You can I deny it. Like, I feel like you owe. <laughs> oh, what? I feel like you owe me. You owe me a rap gift. I'm not, I'm not even. Go, I'm not even go there for a shoot. You owe me for a rap gift for for sullying my name. A rat gift? Yeah, give me like a nice you rat. A rat? Okay. Like a, a stuffed Raichu from Pokemon. One of your longboard rats. 
I will uh, I will put a rat in tinfoil and make sure its tail's sticking out. You'd be too scared to pick up a rat. No. You're scared of spiders? You're just, scared of rats? Just spiders. Spiders have too many legs and too many eyes. So does, If you so just does, looked into their too many eyes, then you would understand them. If I look into their eyes, I die. That's not how spiders also, work. Like, that's that's not how spiders work. I, 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 like, since people keep bringing up the spiders thing, I caused my own phobia of spiders and centipedes because when I was younger, I was like Google YouTubing stuff for biology and then a video came up with a spider eating a bird and I was like, fuck no. And then in the next video, and then there was a video of a centipede eating a mouse and a bird. And I'm like, huh? There's centipedes that big? Now I don't like those either. Uh, It sounds like birds got to do a better job of just flying in the air. You fly in the air, you're not getting caught by any of those. Yeah, what, what are these like hummingbirds? Little little from, baby from, yeah, yeah, from, t- from, from T Rex to being eaten by a spider. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a Cir- evolution. It's that was. Yeah, it's called the circle of life. <laughs> Thanks, Jesus. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh so for uh Nick and KC, this was Marty. Thank you so much for joining us for breakout episode number eighty. Uh we appreciate all the super chats, all the donos, and all the memberships and just hanging out means a lot to us. So, uh, yeah, tune back in in 30 minutes for uh, Casey and Jesse playing more God of War, starting God of War 3. And until then, we'll see you guys later. If you've never seen Run. the opening of God of War 3, do not fucking miss that stream. Or else. Or else, yeah. Like, God of War 3's opening is the most epic opening. Nick's going to ra- 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 wrap up a rat and send it to your house. <laughs> yes, yes. Those of you in God tier, if you don't show up to that stream, you're not getting a postcard. You're getting wrapped up rat. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.